Tarek Lord is a 24-year-old musician who was born and raised in St. Lucia before moving to Los Angeles in 2013. Lord, better known as Nishwaki, is the winner of Season Vogue's Artist of the Year. Lord discusses what growing up in the Caribbean was like and how he found out he won Artist of the Year. So I was born and raised um, on this island called St. Lucia in the middle of the Caribbean. Beautiful island. We have a lot of like tourist attractions. Yeah, so we're in, we're in the Caribbean, like basically right on the equator. So it's just a beautiful island with like a lot of good culture, a lot of good seafood, a lot of good places to visit. Um, we have a very mountainous area. And since we're part of the Caribbean, we are also a volcanic island. So there's actually Southwest Springs that you could go to and visit. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to grow up on. I, I always thought the Caribbean is such a beautiful place. Meeting someone who's from there, I'm like, dang, I'm jealous. You know what I mean? <laughs> go visit. That was the next thing that stuck out to me mm -hmm. and kind of why I brought you here. Kind of get a little bit more about who you are. You're a musician. I am. Kind of tell me how you got into that and when did you start, why you started music. and um, When I was younger, I'd say I was always uh, into live music. Every time there was a band playing live, I would always be up front, like in front of everybody dancing. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, she uh, she owned a restaurant. So for events, I would actually DJ at like 12, 13 years old, just DJ her events. And then like when she had a band also, I'll be up front dancing. I always like felt, I don't know, I just, there's always, always passion. There's always passion there. And then the first time I saw my mom actually was showing me a documentary on Michael Jackson when I was like, I think eight or so. And I was like, semi-interested still like i don't know if i really want to do this you know i was just like it's it's like just a fantasy like maybe it'll be cool to do this and then when i moved here in like 2013 that's when i guess being in high school and seeing that are people around me doing like already starting to do this like as their career they started to make music in the bedrooms i think that to me is when i was okay like maybe i could like actually be good at this maybe i could actually if i put in the effort maybe i could actually do this and that's when i made a decision like I think it was like senior year of high school. I was like, I'm going to do this for real. So you won an award mm -hmm. at CSUN. It was called the CSUN Vove. Yeah, Vove. Vove. Yeah. Shout out Vove. Can you tell us what it is and kind of walk us through that whole process? So Vove is a, a student-ran label at, here at CSUN. And there's a competition that they have every year called 505 Entertainment. And they pick the best of five artists that submit their, I guess, I would say resume, but submit like electronic release, I guess, packet. Mm -hmm. And we did that, uh, I can't remember, like October? I can't remember the actual dates last year. We did that last year. And we were so excited because... Uh, we never really won everything before, like anything like crazy, like, oh, okay, like would we'll, we'll, like be at an event and probably win like a hat or something, mm -hmm. you know, like we never won anything. So to be able to uh, get to that that point and then uh, to get the results back and we're like, oh my gosh, like, like we're, we're the artists of the year, which was funny because I got, I got locked out of my Gmail account for like a good two weeks. And so they mailed us back. It was like, you guys won and was going to give it to somebody else because I didn't respond, but I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that when I was like, oh, you know, like, it's fine, you know, like I was already giving up, you know? And then after a while, one of my homies texted me and he has friends like go here. He's like, yo, like, they've been trying to reach out to you because you, you won Artist of the Year. I was like, oh my God, like, oh, I was, I was freaking out. I was like so excited. Then we had a live show that we did in front of everybody and you have to basically we're performing with the rest of the five people that were on the list. And Throughout this year, from January to March, we had a whole recording session that was uh, all paid for by Vogue that we got to go into the studio and do a couple songs. And right now we've released two of the songs so far. We're going on to our third, which is going to be the next two weeks. And then our fourth is going to come out around the time where we have the, I think it's the artist show, which is in May. 
Yes. Oh wow! So I want to talk about is that is hilarious that you didn't you could not get into your G, your Gmail account. Yeah. Like I think that's really funny. I guess like the initial realization, like getting that text, like what did it feel like after you like what? Like are you serious? Like was it just kind of like surreal or was it just like wow? All of my hard work has paid off, and yeah, here I am. It was like definitely. It was definitely like the first, I guess, validation for everything I was doing. I think. I mean, for that year, it was, it was, I really started putting more of an effort into like more doing more shows and putting more stuff out there to even get the electronic press kit together for them to be able to submit. For me, that was already a big goal of mine that I really achieved. So like achieving that was great for me enough to get that. Yeah. To be like, literally was like at home, my friends like text was like, Hey, like they say like you ghosted them. It's like ghosted who? <laughs> it's like you ghosted both or like you want artists of the year and you haven't responded. They asked us if you wanted the title instead. And I was like, what <laughs> it was just yeah it was just like a surreal moment for me because i was just doing this like even before when we used to like do shows we, we wouldn't get paid that much for shows i wouldn't even take part of the bill i'll just give the rest like i just put it within my band like they could take the rest of that so like having us doing all these shows and then having the press kit come out and be able to submit it to somewhere and it gave us some uh, an award that was like surreal to me that was like okay like i'm doing something right like this actually continue doing this yeah yeah and i guess it it kind of feels rewarding everything kind of leading up to that moment and you're like okay finally like here i am this is what i'm doing i finally have like like you said validation for this was there like a moment you were like oh my god maybe this is not for me after all like or the second that you got that award you're like just kidding i'm actually this Imagine. is exactly <laughs> this is exactly what i want to yeah. do so when i didn't hear it back from them i was yeah i was kind of in that headspace of like you know what it's all good you know i'll just keep pushing for me i'm gonna keep it moving no matter what like no matter what my mind tells me so i do have moments of doubt where i'm like like, yo, is this, is this from me? Because it's the artist thing. It's very expensive to pay, pay for promo instruments, like recording, produce, all that. It's expensive, you know, music videos. So having that, like, as a financial burden and then continue going through, it's like, do I really need to go through this for this month or should I just stop and, like, just save my money and not do this anymore? But when that happened, I was definitely like, oh, <laughs> this is what I was doing this for, hey. <laughs> we got it, yeah. It was, it was definitely like, wow, like, thank God type of moment yeah what would you say like to yourself a year ago not knowing you know oh i'm gonna win this award like what what would you give the advice a year ago you i guess to a year ago me um i would say definitely i'd say keep keep pushing i mean for a year ago me let's see what happened a year ago was 2021 mm -hmm. Oh, a year ago, I was already, already like putting that things in place to like to, to keep going. And it definitely was a struggle. I was working like three jobs at the time. I think I just released Better Late Than Never, which was like my first EP ever. Yeah, I definitely there was a time I was like, bro, is this actually worth it? <laughs> yeah, because I was getting any sleep. I was like shooting out like, go. I'll go into I was working at Amazon Starbucks. I'd go into work at 10 p.m. at Amazon, get off at 6 a.m. and then go into Starbucks at 7 a.m. and then work till 3 p.m. And then I'd shoot a music video from from like four to like six and then go to sleep for four hours and go do it, the entire thing again. It, yeah, it was hard. So I definitely say, bro, like keep pushing. But right now, honestly, if I would say to my a year ago to myself right now, I was like, you're going to get there, but all this extra stuff that you're doing, like you think it matters, but you, you, I think your focus is probably in the wrong place. Because right now is what I'm realizing is that focusing less on the amount of money that I need to make is distracted from the fact that I could just do it with what I have right now, you know, mm -hmm. and chasing like chasing so many jobs when I'm spending less time on music is hurting me than actually helping me. So 
Yeah. That's what I learned. Yeah. <laughs> what about little you that was like ready to Oof. start doing this? What would you say to little you? Little me? Now. Ooh. I'd say it's going to take a long time for you to believe in yourself, but you're definitely going to get there. Like, little me did not believe that I was capable of doing a lot <laughs> in life. I was like, well, I'll just be a pilot or I could, I don't know what I want to do. I'll just, just do anything, you know, I'll just work any job. I'd say to little me, I'd be like, yo, like, Listen to what you actually, like your passions, what you actually believe in. Because I feel like even like it took me till I was like 21 to actually believe that I was a person that had dreams and ambitions that I should follow for myself. And I would tell little me, like, stop paying attention to the people around you and what they're telling you. Like, start focusing more on what you believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think that's super important because what do you have if you don't believe in yourself facts you know what what i mean like if like me with my podcast this is something i'm passionate about i love radio and podcasting i've always thought it was interesting and here i am putting the work in it's not easy it's not easy to do this kind of stuff it's not easy to do anything if you want if you're passionate about it because that's what makes it passion because you're you're wanting to do it and if i could tell little me hey you're you're doing fine queen don't worry you're good you'll get there you'll get eventually even further than you thought you would and that really does fuel my passion. It just passion, makes yeah. makes me happy to do this kind of stuff. Because we have been kind of, no pun intended, guys, beneath the surface with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're here, like yeah. I said. Is there something else that you want to talk about that I haven't asked you about? Something that I, I haven't mm. touched on yet that you want to talk about? Say parental figures, like when you tell them that you, you want to do art as like your main, mainstream thing. They're like, bro, <laughs> so you're not going to do anything in life? No. My mom... I remember my mom telling my mom I want to do music and she's like, oh, that's such a waste of time. Like, I like listening to music, but I don't like, like, I don't think about making it. So, of course, you don't think about making it because it's, it's my passion. You're not going to understand it. Before I won this award, she was talking a lot of smack about, like, me doing music, like, high key. And then after I won this award, she became more, like, compelling, more understanding. For me, that was, like, one of the big things, like, to me because to not have, having family support, I want to bring this back to like the Kanye West, like he released a documentary. I'm not sure if you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Oh, the first, you could just watch the first episode. First episode, at the end of the first episode, see how like supportive his mom was of him, like no matter like what he did. And of course he was already making like a lot of money at the time and making it big. But that support I think is, is crucially important because as a kid, you didn't, you don't really know what's going on. You didn't really ask to be put in this world and you have all these passions. You're trying to figure yourself out when you finally do to have someone that's like, yes, like go for it. Like that's something I think that's very important. That pushes you so far in life. I feel like, cause when you don't have that, then it takes years for you like to find like the energy to, to get that, you know, have you, have you seen that TikTok where that girl's like, um, um, people are at, people are on me for saying that I'm uh, being delusional is like not, it's not good. Like, just be realistic. It's like, no, you have to be delusional because you have to believe. You have to believe that there's a higher power, a higher calling for you. You have to believe that there's a end spot that you want to like be there for. If you be realistic, then you're like, okay, well, I'm limited to everything I have at me right now. But if you be delusional, like, there's a goal that I could reach that I don't see yet. That probably you don't see yet, but I'm gonna see it for myself and I'm gonna make make it there. And I think even support is even more more crucial because when you're passionate about something, the most insecure Thing you're going to be about for that subject is the success of it so the most thing i'm insecure about is like the you know, music success the journey of but it's a journey it's, you're going to have to get to the point but you know there's going to be ups and downs you're going to start from somewhere mm-hmm. so but yeah no, yeah, yeah you have to be a bigger support at the end of the day yeah i know like i completely agree a hundred percent with what you're saying it is it's true like honestly i feel like a lot of people who go out and get what they want 
are a little delusional. Yeah. Like some like from the outside world, people look like she's not actually gonna. You know? And then I'm like, let me prove you wrong. Exactly. Bet. Let me do it. You know? Thank you so much, Tarek, for coming out and talking to me. It was such a good conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. You can listen to other podcasts and audio stories from the Daily Sundial at sundial.csun.edu or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Cameron Martell. Talk to you next time.